When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> Bernard. Cassie Schrader. I'm trying to be peppier. Um, <laughs> They'll be back because I'm going home after that. <laughs> hey, Doug Sprinthal That's here. That's right. Top of the hour. Uh, yeah. Playing the hits while you're spraying your bits. <laughs> oh, God. I've never heard All that All right. One. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Cassie's going to stroke yes, out. Yes, exactly. I'm going to stroke out. We talked about this at the uh, top of the first hour. We are looking for employees in the Walzer organization. Uh, a fair number of sales positions, probably about eight or nine of them in the Twin City Metro. We are looking for skilled automotive technicians in Wichita at some of the Highline stores. I don't have it pulled up off the top of my head. I think Porsche and Lexus and Benz. They will even pay a pretty handsome relocation uh, stipend to the to the right uh, applicant. I think it's a $7,500. So if you're interested, go to walzer.com, hit careers. If you have trouble finding exactly where to go or if you just have general questions about it, you can always email me at doug at walzer.com, and I'll do my best to help you. Ladies and gentlemen, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. That's right. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hello! Hello! Far away island! We need your internet! The ship is overpriced. Beam me your internet. People need to see photos of my dinner. Yeah. Social media must know that I'm mad about Trump. Connect me. Send me your magical waves of internet power. Norwegian Cruise Lines has me hostage. I'm upon the Jericho cruise. How will people survive if they know that I haven't seen their kitty videos in days? How much medical <laughs> cannabis were you on? <laughs> no, no, she was laughing up a star. Yeah, over there. she was laughing. Well, Dave just cracks me up. He's unbelievable. Oh, but that's good. That's that keeps the marriage yes, going exactly. strong. But mm-hmm. yeah. He was so funny when it was <laughs> him and his voices that he does. And, oh, God. But it's true. It was like, you know, um, 
you saw people like literally feeling like they were having withdrawal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. From not I'm like sure I, they were. I can't post anything. I I can't. I'm like chill out. It's all and right. The weirdest thing is, it's mostly like middle-aged women. Yeah. You would think it's it would be younger people who grew up with it, mm-hmm. but no, which is weird to me. Yeah. No. Like they can't handle being cut off from Facebook. Yeah, I I don't know. I I enjoyed not being connected because it it helped me experience what we were doing and appreciate it more because I didn't have to quickly tweet about something or post something or a picture. I just got to live in the moment. Yep. And love it. I mean, we got to swim with dolphins. Mm. Um, we got to meet a lot of great people, see a lot of things. I mean, it was. We had a great time. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. good to hear. And you had all the good comedians on board, and mm-hmm. yeah, it sounded like it would. Be it a was. Good time. It was so surreal because we were like standing there watching the Packers game uh, because they could only get one channel. Yeah. I think it was yeah. uh, Fox. Um, so we were watching the Packers game, and I look. Dave and I look over, and there's Jerry the King Lawler. Just sitting I love there. Jerry Lawler. What a I great know, guy. and he's just sitting there, and we just started uh, BSing about football for about a half hour. Yep. I mean, it was just kind of surreal, and and to be around some of these big. I mean, I sat and had dinner with uh, Jim Ross. I don't know we were, who that is. Jr. Don't know who that is. From wrestling, oh. he always wore the big cowboy hat. He was a commentator. Oh, I thought you meant as in who shot Jr. No. <laughs> How long ago? A long time. He was. He really? commentates with uh, Jerry the King Lawler. You would know him if you saw his oh, picture. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, and like Jake the Snake Roberts was there. Sure. DDP, um, Chris Jericho, obviously. Cause was, was so DDP was there. Yep. And he he got up and he ran uh, the DDP yoga. Yeah, right. On the ship right. for people that wanted to go up and do that. I like him too. He's a really good guy. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just some of the the big name people that you've you've kind of grew up with it's just kind of neat to see that and then they had um a lot of great musicians and then chris jericho had his band fozzy performing mm. a lot fozzy bear i just, was just gonna say yeah it. it's, just, it's hey. fozzy i don't know where he got fozzy from but waka waka um, waka waka Corey... natural habitat yeah. studebaker <laughs> yeah studebaker. Uh, <laughs> i wonder um uh cory taylor from slipknot Mm-hmm. Was there? He performed. There was some uh, like cover bands. Uh, what is it called? Blizzard. Was it Blizzard of Ozzy? Is kind of a oh, cover band. Yeah, yeah of right. Ozzy Osbourne. Um, yeah, we just had a blast and to see all the um, celebrities and get to actually hang out with them in not that fan way was kind of neat. Yeah, I can yeah. understand that. Oh, they actually just very recently. Told everyone where Fozzie's name came from. Where? Fozzie the Bear, huh? Um, yeah, Fozzie the Bear. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure the band was named after the bear, but the bear was named after Frank Fazakas, a Muppet Workshop guy. Really, Fazakas. So there you go. Now we know. Fazakas. Fozzie. There, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was a band though that was really cool. It's called Shoot the Thrill. It's an AC/DC cover band, but it's all female. And oh, really? Yes, and they were phenomenal. So if you ever want to see if they're touring anywhere in your area, go out and see them. Because it's kind of neat to see here ACDC, but in a female perspective. Yeah, but women are the only ones who could hit those notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honest to God, those two guys, they had some high voices, man. Oh, yeah. Fozzie started as Fozzie Osborne, which was a cover band. Uh, Fozzie Osborne. Yep, but mm-hmm. yeah. I can see that. And obviously you can't stay as Fozzie Osborne if you don't want to get sued. No, that's true. So now Andy, they're just Fozzie. I need your math skills. Okay. Do you know anything about milliliters and milligrams? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Uh, so 20 milligrams. Uh, Tess found a 42-year-old first officer had 189 milligrams of alcohol per 100 milliliters. Uh, that's what the European that, system. What would that be? The What would the percentage of alcohol in your... Cause, like point oh eight is is milligrams what? per milliliters. That's not even like a system. Anyone they usually use milligrams per deciliter. I think. Well, this pilot. I'll just start from the top. Okay? Yeah, Neil. I'll need more. A Japan Airlines co-pilot arrested after failing a breath test shortly before a London uh, to Tokyo flight pleaded guilty Thursday to being almost. Ten times over the legal limit for alcohol. Well, one hundred eighty-nine oh, milligrams per milliliter God. would be. 
18,000 milligrams per deciliter. I uh, knew you'd know this. And that would be, what is it? BAC, right? Yeah, BAC. And uh, let's see. I think see. 20 milligrams is the limit for a pilot. The limit I, for drivers that is can't, 80 I think, milligrams. I think they wrote it wrong. Oh, they did? Because 100 of that system would be a point one. Oh yeah, okay. So that, that would sense. be a point nine. It, that would be a eighteen percent of his blood is alcohol. Yeah, yeah that would not. Work. So I don't think uh, they he'd meant. Be dead. Yeah, I don't think that's what I've they meant. I've hit four percent a few times and didn't feel good. Eighteen would be too. No god. Yeah, one hundred eighty-nine milligrams per deciliter, which I'm pretty sure what is what they meant would be a point. 18. How did you make a judgment call? You're a pilot that's going to fly from London to Tokyo, so you got that drunk and then showed up for work. I know. What? What the hell? What are you doing? Why are people making all these bizarre choices and decisions now? I don't understand that either. And usually pilots are the most... For generally the most level-headed people yeah. in the world. That's well, you have to be, or else you die. That's so, right. yeah. I, just to get that hammered and then show up for work anyway just makes no sense to me at all. I'll never understand. I know. Colin's sick or something. Don't put however many hundreds of people's lives in danger just because you... Right. Be like Sully. I love that movie. That was great. Sully? I don't, was, think, oh, it, yeah. I don't think it was in the film, but reportedly when they crashed the plane into the Hudson and it came to a stop and they realized that everybody was okay. He looked at the co-pilot and said, well, that went better than I thought. Yeah, he did. We had him on the air a couple of times. He's a really nice guy. See, here's what, uh, you know, when when, uh, goofball Trump says uh, the crooked media? Yes. This is what he's talking about. Here's the headline. Al Roker was a white character on the Today Show and people couldn't handle it. What? Uh, No, he wasn't. Al Roker? Al Roker, you know, the black uh, weatherman yeah, on the Today Show? Very yeah. not. He was dressed up as, uh, what was, uh, da- was it Doc Brown from, uh, what are those movies? Oh, uh, Back to the is. Future? Back to the Future, oh. yeah. He dressed up as Doc Brown. No one cared, he, I'm sure. He didn't color his skin. Yeah. He just played the character. So why black would, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So why would you care if he did that? He didn't. Even if he did change, I don't care about that whole change in the skin color thing. I, I don't either. If you want to be a honky, I don't care. Who can, Whatever. But, yeah, right there. That's a misleading headline. Al Roker was a white character. No, he wasn't. The original character was white. Doesn't mean the character now right. would be white. Why do they have it's to... It's like getting pissed off because there's a black Santa Claus at Sears. So who cares? Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, I saw a black <clears throat> Santa Claus for the first time probably 40 years ago. Who cares? I, I just it does. He does look really weird. He does look weird. I mean, he does. He's got that goofy look on his face because well, he's got the, like the pure white hair yeah, and the white lab coat, and everything about him is super white except for his face. Except for his face. It's just because yeah. um, Christopher Lloyd is his name. He yeah. was, he's not traditionally considered a very tan man. No, no. no. So the character no. was made he's on the fair end of the spectrum. Yeah, the yeah. character <laughs> originally was like basically the very essence of. The color white. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't, yeah. but still, I don't think it really matters. Are people going out of their way to be offended now? Yes. Well, yeah. They think that being offended Why? means being correct. I don't want to be offended. I'd rather not be offended. You know, it's just me. Like, that's why I said when Don Lemon says something like uh, white men are the biggest terrorists, you know, it doesn't make me mad. I don't want him fired for it, whatever. I do think it needs to be addressed by, you know, CNN. I can be Doc Brown, and I wear the outfit and wig and not change my skin color. If you're white, you can be President Obama. If you want, just don't color your skin. Yeah, there you go. That's what he said. That's fair enough. I agree with that 100%. Al Roker's a great guy. He's been on this show many times. He's been on the morning show many times. He's a great guy. Why? And it says this caused an uproar. I doubt it, actually. I don't think it did. I don't think it did in any way, shape, or form. Now, this, because Cassie's here by herself and has to handle the entire brunt of this argument by herself, is the only woman here Mm -hmm. because Catherine's not going to be back till Monday and Alex was supposed to be here, but she's not. Not that you needed more proof that there's now a pumpkin spice version of everything. Check this out. There's a company called Thinks, T-H-I-N-X, that's uh, best known for making period-proof women's underwear. They also have a line called Icon that's pee-proof. And they just debuted a new product, Pumpkin Spice Pee-Proof Underwear. What? What is that? 
I hope it's not flavored. <laughs> well, that's what I'm Girl. wondering. Pumpkin spice pee-proof underwear. <laughs> the underwear is pumpkin spice colored, and it's designed to absorb any bladder leaks a woman might have. They're selling them in several different styles for 28 to $39 for a pair of underwear. If your urine is the same color as pumpkin pie, yeah, I think you have a problem. Good. There's actually a syndrome. Drink more water. There's a syndrome called maple syrup urine syndrome. Oh. And it's what it sounds like. And it basically means your kidneys have failed. Oh, so yeah, if you do have that problem, then go see a doctor. Yeah. Mm, or make that. pancakes. Ew. Oh. Hey, could you pee on these pancakes for me? <laughs> Thanks, Doug. That's wow, really, really free great. maple syrup whenever I want. So what do they mean by period-proof underwear? What are they, It doesn't red? stain, I guess. It doesn't guess? stain or it doesn't leak or something. I don't know. Well, didn't they call that like rubber underwear? My guess. I was texting Catherine. How did we get involved in this conversation? They <laughs> <laughs> used to, the to have those <laughs> when they, especially with little kids, when they they would have regular underwear, and then you had like the rubber underwear you would put over that in case they had an accident, or yeah. if they were wearing cloth diapers, they would have okay. those like little rubber pants that they would put over. <laughs> I don't know. That is bizarre. I don't think that company will last very long. Eh, probably not. Probably not going to work. Uh, i got to have to ask a question about KFC because they make some of the most bizarre decisions at that company that I've ever seen. Okay? You may have heard about this a few months ago. KFC ran a contest where they'd pay someone $11,000 if they named their baby Harland, which was Colonel Sanders' real name. The baby had to be born on September 9th, which was Sanders' birthday, and someone actually took them up on the offer. Anna Pilsen and Decker Platt of Southern Pines, North Carolina, had their baby on September 9th, and they named her Harlan Rose. See, I wouldn't have done that. Harlan? That's a, but isn't that a man's name? Yes. That's yeah. the problem. So they they gave their baby a man's name to win, win $11,000. Yeah. And by the way... Thanks, Mom and Dad. KFC's worth $7.2 billion. You would think they'd come up with a little more than eleven grand. Yeah. That's the 11 spices and herbs. That's why it's 11. Oh. But why isn't it 111? You cheap bastards. Or 11 million. The other reason you don't want to name your little girl Harland is because by the time she's in ninth grade, she'll be known as Harlot. I guarantee it. Or Harley. Well, that's what they're going to call her. They're yeah. going to call her Harley, yeah. KFC just announced they won the contest, and Harlan will get 11 I don't think a lot of ninth graders know what a Harlot is. I'm just guessing. Yeah, Maybe that's not. true. Yeah, may- I'm really? sorry to interrupt. That's sad. Oh, everybody's interrupting all day. Why, why would you care yeah. now? There's been... It, I don't know if it's the fall season in Minnesota or what, but people interrupt a lot in the fall. And I don't know why that would be. Are they afraid that winter's coming? <laughs> Is that the problem? I might die, so I have to get it in now. I think maybe you just care more because you think winter's coming. No, I don't care more. People have been interrupting constantly for about two weeks now. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about like talking to somebody on the street or whatever. There's a lot of interrupting hmm. going on now. I don't know why. Or maybe is it more acceptable now because people do so much texting that you really can't interrupt? Well, I suppose you could. You could be sent a text while you're trying to send a text yourself, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I just went through that with your wife. We're battling back and forth, and she's answering questions before I asked them. Well, so there you go. It happens. That's what I'm saying. It's just really weird. I hate that when you're texting somebody, and they're, like, texting the same time you're – and then – the, the response they give you, right. and you have like half a paragraph, right. and then you realize, oh, okay, now I have to erase That's that right. and go back. Because <laughs> the answer is not going to be right now. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. It's time to give you an update on my successful weight loss journey. I'm down 92.5 pounds thanks to my friends at Nutramost of Plymouth, the official and only provider of the Nutramost program in Minnesota. I've never been down this road before where I've lost so much weight. And then kept it off. So now I'm on the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program. This program reminds me to keep hydrated, about healthy eating habits, and what to eat to keep my healthy weight. To find out how to be successful losing weight, attend the Nutramost in Plymouth. It's a free dinner on Monday, November 12th at 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramost guarantees that you'll lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. But heads up, there are copycat programs claiming to be cheaper with the same results, but they don't take into account the detailed specifics of your body to customize the program for you. Register for the Nutramost Dinner on November 12th. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. 
a program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. It's not working. <laughs> Are you still high from the... No, uh, it, like my app froze up for bumper. For Medical cannabis, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is what no. happens to your kids. I didn't take it with me. Because that would have been a federal Yeah, that's offense. right. It would have been a federal so, offense. You, can, you can't do that. I had to go five days without my meds. But they don't have back. it on a ship because once they leave harbor, it'd be legal. No, because it's international waters. You can get stoned right. in international waters. I remember yeah, reading yeah, William absolutely. F. Buckley when he first right. smoked marijuana. Well, he yeah. sailed out 10 miles into the ocean. and got But I think you know cruise lines have to abide by yeah, uh, federal regulations and stuff. So they... Don't want you doing well, that. Well, that's they frown not. Upon you know what it. the real reason is. If everybody gets hired and crap, they just kill them at the buffet. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, can you <laughs> no more turkey. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is true. Uh, we're, out, we're out of food. We have to cut it cut it short today because Cassie was too stoned. No. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we're taking the kids. Uh, and Andy, don't describe the people here. It's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking the kids trick or treating last night, and mm-hmm. we left one house. As we stepped into the street, the overpowering smell of marijuana was in the air. It's like, good God, what is... And we looked over, and it was this woman driving her car. When the kids got out, the smoke just billowed up. (laughs) you got little kids in the car, and you got that much geef smoke? Well, and you're driving around little kids running around in costumes at night. (laughs) The kids are like... You got more candy? I need a salted nut roll and some water. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> thirsty. Um, I don't remember because I haven't smelled it in so long. It's unbelievable. But it, does hash have an even bigger, bigger smell of the it, mar- marijuana? Yeah, it's been a long time. But, yeah, yeah, it does seem to be more intense. But it's also, you know, not as voluminous. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. can't smoke as much of that as you can. I not. wouldn't think so. Yeah, it just probably just depends on what strand of pot you have or hash i mean it's i suppose yeah but does it, anybody smoke that anymore I, that was i haven't a heard a hash in a long time. 70s and oh, 80s yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely i haven't heard anybody smoking hash in a long time but i was just wondering if this was so overpowering <clears throat> it, I, it's hard to believe that it was just marijuana smoke mm-hmm. or cannabis smoke i guess the I best way to put it buddy in college who will rename name nameless whose uh, dad was an engineer for a ram called the saudi american oil company and he used to fly back and forth in holidays and go through Turkey and he'd buy hash oh, oil. And God. Like, Are you crazy? Do you know what would happen if they caught you doing that? Yeah. yeah. And he'd bring back jars of it like this. I was like, mm. oh, wow. Well, I mean, what's wrong with Turkish prison, really? Yeah. yeah really. No problem. I hear they're not too bad. No, they're nice. <laughs> it's better than the Saudi embassy in Turkey. Is it? That's where they killed that journalist. Oh, Khashoggi. What is, is his uh, name? So many people dying in the Middle East. I don't know. I can't keep track of it. Is his name Khashoggi? 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 I don't I've, know. I've heard it every single I have, possible I have the same way. way. I um, would think it's Khashoggi. Or, that's what everybody yeah. usually says, but not not always. It's uh, why don't it's you just call him his deal. first name, Jamal? Or his nickname, Skip. Is it Skip? I, have, I probably. Just made that up. I just think it is. He looks like it's Khashoggi. Hashoji. Hashoji. Gesundheit. Yeah. The only one pronounced it right then is uh, is um, Anderson Cooper. Yeah? He pronounces it Hashoji. Hashoji. Yeah. This is a headline I was not looking forward to seeing. I knew it was coming, and now it's here, unfortunately. Wisconsin authorities scale back effort to find Jamie Claus. It's just terrible. Mm. 
I just, uh, you want to take it? Did you hear about that creep that lives yes. in the neighborhood? Yes, I, I, I listened. To, I heard it about it on your show, and I Freak. looked him. What uh, a weird looking dude! I know. Do you hear about that? Oh, no, I haven't. You know Jamie Kloss. You know about the, she was she disappeared. Her parents were both murdered, and then she yeah, disappeared. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, this guy in her neighborhood, the day of their par- the parents' funeral, he breaks into their house and steals two pairs of her underwear, the thirteen-year-old, mm-hmm. and. A two, I don't know. He, he sold like five objects. Stole a bunch of clothes, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of clothes, but but including a thirteen-year-old girl's underwear, mm-hmm. and the guy's name. I'm not kidding you, it's hyphenated. His last name is Janky Anus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not making that it's up. A N I S, but it is oh, Anis. That's Janky Anis. I, I just oh. I have a friend of mine who's Bosnian. His first name is Anis. A N I S. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's so, a tough dude too. He <laughs> just kick, you, you call him the wrong thing, he just kick your ass. Yeah. yeah that's good uh, for you. Did they, so they haven't found her yet? No, no, they have not. Uh, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. You know what? You know what's sad that went through my mind when I first heard the story that both parents were murdered and she was missing. And the day and age of how kids are, I was mm-hmm. worried that she murdered her own parents. And well, it's still possible. Yeah, you never know. You know, because it's like, why would, Yeah. you know, there's there's been stuff it that's happened that it, way. And, and the cops don't always tell yeah. you the truth until, mm-hmm. you know, well, they, they hold back stuff. But they wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have had 4,000 people come up and search all the areas around the home when they right. thought the kid did it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, proof that there is a God, because that's the saddest headline you can read they're going to they're going to scale back the search for jamie Kloss. further down the page and this is a headline when i can i tell the truth says donald trump what do you mean when i can oh boy <laughs> when, when i can i'm beginning to think it's just a pure coincidence with him yeah. <laughs> I think he does it on purpose. I do, I too. Really he do. just makes up the most... Even the righties go, yeah, he just lies all the time. It's just it's, it's all it's part of his deal. It's all a game to him. It is all a game because he's already a billionaire. When you have that care? much money and power, everything's a game. Okay, I have to run this by all three of you and all our listeners as well because I don't understand this. Um, I mean, God bless him. It's good. He unfortunately lost his wife. I'm talking about Alan Page. Uh, they loved each other very, very much, and it was very sad to hear. But Alan Page bids farewell to two Warhol artworks he shared with his wife. He sold them for a total of $400,000, but I don't get this. I don't understand why a black man would want this painting in his house. One of the paintings was Marilyn Monroe, that very famous one. He sold that for like three hundred fifty grand, something like that. And he also sold a painting of Chairman Mao. No. Chairman huh. Mao hated black people. Yeah, that's kind of an odd one to have hanging on your wall. I, I just the guy killed, they think, up to a hundred million people. Maybe it was mm-hmm. ironic. He hated people of all races other than Chinese, including Japanese, Korean. Yeah, but you, re- you remember uh, in Andy's heyday, there was a, a peak where it was, you know, wearing Mao. Yep. The red star and the Mao hat mm-hmm. was like part of the fashion. Why? Oh, it, it, no, it's totally dumb. Here's but what I'm sure that's what stupid. It. Here's what I don't understand, and I understand why <laughs> Hitler is hated around the world, but Mao was even worse than Hitler. Yeah. I mean, why do people like this pig? Well, I don't know. Maybe he got up every morning and flipped him off, hanging. You know, <laughs> just yeah. gave him the finger every morning. It was an effigy. Yeah. I, I just I don't understand. Ooh, there's some comments. Should I read some comments, see what the people have to say? Listen, you sons of... Anyway, um, oh, by the way, I want to, while I'm looking for this, I'd like to thank the Star Tribune because they were very, very nice to me today in an article wow. about Dave Dworkin. Uh, I worked with Dave many, many... I mean, at the beginning of my career, I replaced Dave Dworkin at KSTP Radio. Uh, and they, there's a really nice article about Dave, and particularly about his sister, Julie, who talked about his... Uh, his alcoholism, and that's what did kill him. He was an alcoholic, and it killed him. But then I, I had made a couple of comments on the air uh, a couple of weeks ago when it happened, and it was very nice what you did. So I appreciate you bringing up Dave in the first place, and you were very nice to me, so thank you for that. Um, <laughs> oh, God. History will show these two are the most, two of the most important people who have ever lived. I'm speaking, of course, of Diane and Alan. <laughs> Some smart ass. God. 
Uh, but they don't talk about the artwork. They, all the comments pretty much talk about what a wonderful couple, such a uh, such love and such a great family. Yeah, see, that's great. It is great. That is that part is very very nice. But I, I just don't understand why you would want a painting of Mao in your house. He hated you. Yeah, that's kind of. That's weird. I, people make some really odd choices. And I never, hey, look, John Lennon even sang about it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you go carrying pictures of Chairman Mao, you ain't going to make it with anyone anyhow. I mean, John Lennon 50 years ago, or 45 yeah. years ago, was talking about don't be praising Chairman Mao. The man's a psycho. But I don't know. It just. But it's hip and cool to mm-hmm. like Mao. Oh, well, there Guevara. was a period of time when it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, Che Guevara too. People yeah. thought, oh, he's revolutionary. He was a murderer. He was yeah. not a nice man. God, I, I, how they overlooked that stuff. Well, I they were understand. out of Stalin hats. <laughs> yeah, you got Hitler, Stalin, and Mao. Really, three wonderful human beings. I don't. Uh, I just. People make decisions. I you know I don't get it. You want to buy, you get a Warhol painting, good for you, but why? Uh-oh. L.A. Nick just sent me a message. Ask Doug if Walzer does tires, please. Of course we do tires. I thought so. So, L.A. Yeah. Nick, if you're listening, way to show up yesterday, you pill. <laughs> and <laughs> I forgot it was Wednesday. Okay. But, yes, they do do tires, L.A. Nick. So what would you do now? Let me just put it that way. Is this a coincidence because of what I talked about this morning? I'm really bad at that kind of stuff. I just am. I, I don't. I have no mechanical ability. So I'm driving up to a golf tournament one time with Tim Laudner, you know, mm-hmm. World Series catcher, Tim Laudner, great guy. I get a flat tire, and as I'm pulling over the side of the road, Tim Laudner looks at me and goes, "Stay away from your tire. I'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> he did. He didn't think if I put the spare tire on that it would be safe. So no, you know. <laughs> He, he wanted to, get, to do it himself. You don't want to see your tire rolling down the road. You don't need these lug nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just throw it on there, and if it sticks, it sticks. So that's fine. Oh, I lost three lug nuts. Oh, all right. Well. I would like to get a psychologist on sometime to explain to me why people love Che Guevara, Chairman Mao, all these people. Why do you like these? They're crazy They're misinformed. They, they've been told that... Revolution is always a good thing, and they were revolutionaries, therefore they are good things. So they learned that at college. Well, yeah. yeah. High school and college mostly. Because college entrusts people who are still too young to understand what they're hearing. That's true, yeah. With knowledge that they just can't handle. I think you're exactly right. If if the world was perfect, people could take four years out of their working careers and go to college when they're like 28 or so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Once their brains are developed. So much more out of it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's true. You should not be allowed to start college until you're 25. Because that's when your brain's fully developed. Yeah, right? they don't understand what they uh, they understand the basic gist of it, and then they form a very simplistic worldview. That's, based yes, that's around right. What they hear because their brain hasn't fully formed yet. It just doesn't make any sense. Who set that system up anyway? Well, well you know, probably back when you died when you were sixty. So yeah, maybe you might be right. You know, you got to get that well, education. That, part and, of its preparation to enter the real world and wor- workforce. Yeah. It's just you know, it's tough to start a career. That's true. And then stop for four years and some people can do it but not many mm-hmm. yeah i think that's absolutely true i i just uh my brother-in-law did that he was in medical school and he took two years off to get a phd in history i'm like <laughs> what, what are you well, doing he's uh he likes to keep active huh yeah he's exactly. a pretty smart dude actually like, like to keep the wheel spinning in the yeah. head is that what he likes well it was interesting because his phd stuff was about how uh, the Spanish brought all these diseases to uh, South America. Yes, they did. So he st- spent oh, six yeah. months in Spain reading all this old stuff. And then he spent six months in Bogota. And this was in the late 80s. Oh, Like, Ooh. are you out of your mind? Yeah. Speaking what? of hash. <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, speaking of hash. Why, why did he do that? Uh, well, because he I just was, I, I have no, I don't know. I can't answer for him. I don't understand. For some reason, he was just really interested, and he figured he wouldn't get killed, and he's still around, so he didn't. That's actually what killed almost all of the Indians, was disease. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's That's true. Like, just like the flu, that kind of thing, they all just, almost all of them died from it. Yeah. I still used to love, I think Johnny Carson's the first one that I ever heard use it. I don't know if he invented it or not, but he's the first one. He was talking about the Native American tribe, the Fagawis. <laughs> I don't See, think I, I thought that was F Troop joke and they just changed it because that was the Hakawi. But was I thought Hukawi, the joke the was where the 
Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the yeah. Fagawi. So I was talking to a guy in the Fagawi tribe last night. I was like, God, really? You're, where the F are we? Okay. <laughs> That's really nice. But, uh, you know. It's... I read a cool story in the Strib before I came down here. There, oh, you did? Bob Dylan and uh, oh, yeah, I saw that. finally recognizing the local Minnesota musicians that played on one of his most famous albums, Blood on the Tracks. It's kind of an interesting story. It is. I love Bob Dylan's music, but he is one of the most bizarre human beings on earth. Mm-hmm. He is out there, man. Uh, always has been, by the way. I think so. But he tells a wonderful story about when he was in high school, I think it was, he went to see Buddy Holly at uh, the Duluth Arena mm-hmm. and made eye contact with Buddy Holly, and that's when he knew he wanted to be a musician, when Buddy Holly made eye contact with him. Wow. If that's true, that is a great story. Yeah, it's, it is cool. Well, Buddy was a big deal back then. He oh, was, God, you yeah. He was a trailblazer. He was indeed. No doubt about it. And then uh, the plane crash, and it just, uh, that was a tough deal. We shall take a break. We have a special guest coming up, Paloma. Com- is it Campana, Andy? Campana. Campana. Campana is Spanish for Bologna. Paloma? Oh, yeah. A Campana is a bell? Yep. Oh, okay. Taco Campana. Paloma. Oh, she just called in. Campana. Okay, we'll be right back with Paloma right after this Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Little Beatles action, ladies and gentlemen. But he knew it couldn't last. You know, I uh, because it was Halloween last night, I went downstairs and pulled the CD to listen in the car. I listened to the Thriller album last night. It still is in my car today. I did not remember that. That album had about 10 hits from yeah, it. Oh, sure yeah, did. No, it was something oh else. my God. There's a, there's a documentary out that you'd love about uh, Quincy Jones. Oh, yeah. Follows yeah. his whole career. It's two hours long, but it'll go by in about 45 minutes. It's so cool. I tell you, that guy, what a talent. What a talent Michael Jackson was. There's only one part that kind of is a little creepy because he does The Girl Is Mine with Paul McCartney, which is a great song, and they're both phenomenal on it. But at one point, Michael says to Paul McCartney, You know, Paul, I'm a lover, not a fighter. It's just creepy oh, the way he says it. Mm-hmm. Like, God, could you just not quite be so creepy with your with Not your to brother? mention, you look at him, you're obviously not a fighter. No, you don't look like a fighter. You, you, don't. you couldn't hold your own in a fist fight, I don't think. Is that still the biggest selling album of all time or something passed um, it by now? Because it was the biggest selling album of all time. It's been competing with the Eagles' greatest hits. Oh, I bet you they passed them up. You're right. For yeah, ever. but that's not a that's not a record. It's just a compilation. You uh, had Michael plus. Jackson's greatest hits. Yep, Eagles' greatest hits, 38, Thriller, 33. And then the Dark Eagles again, the Hotel California, 26. So, really? Is Pink Floyd in there at all? Pink Floyd? I would think so, Dark Side of the Moon. I bet it is. I would uh, think so. It is number six at $23 million. I've never done that 
the Wizard of Oz thing. Yeah, I, I can't a... find the movie, and I haven't smoked pot in 25 years. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got to sync them up, apparently. Yeah, probably a good idea. Um, I'm going to restart the phones because she's having a real just hard time. Yeah, she get said, the line uh, in here. I just, why can't we get a phone line in here? Okay. The building promised us we'd have a phone line. Tell her to Tell try now, I guess. Telephone is Bad ringing. Connection. Do, 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 you got do, me do, on the run. Well, You're doing previous. Alice Cooper, and I'm doing Average White Band, hmm. just to confuse the listeners. I did not know that Don matchup. Henley got mad at Jeff Bridges because of the uh, Big Lebowski line. Oh, really? I guess he didn't. He got really mad at him about. I hate the effing Eagles, man. I had a rough night, and I hate the effing Eagles. That is the best. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Only Don Henley would get pissed. About yeah, exactly. That. I know it's a joke. It's sad. I mean, it's satire. It's not <laughs> yeah, like. I bet Joe Walsh had it on his ringtone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's he... probably true. And how many people probably heard it. that line and like, who are the Eagles? Looked them up and listened to the music. Yeah, so, you know. We were talking about that uh, a couple of yesterday and a couple of days ago. That that if you're going to get that big, about half the people are going to have to hate you. Mm-hmm. That's just how it that's is. That's right. Because that's how you get so much exposure, especially now with the internet and with cell phones and all the rest of it. The more your name shows up, whether they love you or they hate you, the better position you're in. So, I, it's always been that way, from what I understand, though. Before. Uh, devices and all the rest of it that, that to be that that popular you have to have some people who just hate you I was talking to uh, actually Moon from KS yeah from KS yeah. Was, I still uh, got to meet him I got to take yeah, him we'll, we'll, we'll go out to dinner sometime he's a really interesting guy so he's not in the me. best shape but, tell him he's a great guy um, we were talking about uh, I went to see Fleetwood Mac and, he, and we were talking about Lindsey Buckingham and he goes yeah he's a great guy but he's kind of a Dick and I said, yeah, he and Don Henley should get together and start a band. <laughs> start a band. All right. I th- oh nope, she just dropped. Oh, oh my. Okay, God. I don't think her phone isn't working. All right, well let's get her booked for tomorrow because now is not enough time to interview her anyway. Our previous guest had no problem, so I don't think it's our phone line unless something yeah, broke. Knows. It's who can say. But I would like to have where her the road on. goes. But yeah, if we have her on now, it's not. We don't have enough time. Yeah, to I'll rebook her. her. Yeah, we'll rebook it. Life will be grand. It'll be wonderful. You should just tell people no cell phones allowed. Mm, yeah. Well, a lot of people, that's all they have. I they know, it's true. And it, it's a problem. Yeah. Because cell phones have awful audio quality 90% of the time. Okay, I'm going to run this by you people and see how you think about this or what you think of this. You okay? people. You people. According to a new survey, two-thirds of single people say they blame themselves for not being in a relationship, and the rest of the survey really backs that up. Insecurities are real, and they're everywhere. Well, yeah. I saw these, and there's no... I couldn't care less about any of this. The survey asked people what personality traits and physical traits of theirs they specifically blame for holding them back. And here are the uh, most common ones. Little edit here. I cut my arm off with a skill saw. Yeah, with a skill saw. That would hold you back. What about my bloodlust? Is that a problem? <laughs> my friend Andy, the one that Andy's and our son is named after, I remember when we were like 18, 19 years old, he goes, Hey, have you seen so-and-so's new girlfriend? I said, no. Why? He goes, oh, man, she's really good looking. But, God, does she have a horseshit personality. (laughs) (laughs) He goes from really good looking to a horrible personality. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So here you go. For uh, for men, the top five personality traits are, this is why you're, you're not in a relationship. I'm not outgoing enough. Yeah, I do have that problem myself. Okay. I gave you an <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. The way to jump in and support. Okay. Oh, way to go. Sure. Uh, here's another one. I have low self-esteem. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> I, well, a lot of pe- a lot of men are told. Wow. What? Just got a call from Joe Blue Oval. Joe Blue Oval. That's Joe and, and Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Blue Oval's for well, he is kind of a blue oval. Blue yeah. oval. But a lot of men are told that women are like exclusively attracted to confidence. So that is true. If you don't have confidence, then that gives you low self-esteem, which which means you don't have confidence, et cetera, et cetera. I'm more attracted to humor than anything. Yeah, Yeah, don't don't listen to, you know, the internet and that kind of thing. No, I agree. There are people who are attracted to basically anything if you look hard enough. No, that's true. That's right. Okay, the five pro- top personality traits for men are I'm not outgoing enough, I have low self-esteem, I'm too polite, I'm too boring, and I'm too nerdy. 
Mm. For women, the personality traits are I'm not outgoing enough. I have low self-esteem. I'm too boring. I'm too intelligent. What? Wow. Yeah. I'm just too intelligent to hang out with anyone No self-esteem else. problems there. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. And I'm too outspoken. Uh, for men, the top five physical traits, now those are the personality traits, top five physical traits for men are my abs aren't toned enough, I'm too fat, my chest isn't toned enough, my arms aren't toned enough, and I'm too short. So a short, fat guy with no muscle structure. See, I would have thought that I can't afford penis reduction surgery would have been in there. I love that Eugene Levy. It was one of the all-time great. <laughs> I think it was Fred Willard, wasn't it? Was it Fred Willard? I think it was. Or was I can't remember. It was, was Eugene Levy at the for table. Guffman. Yeah, they were having dinner together. I'm just telling you, waiting for Guffman. If, i got to watch that again because it is one of my favorite. My favorite thing in that entire movie is at the very end when the city councilman is in the audience. He goes, Corky! <laughs> oh, that's right. He just loses it. He's such a big fan of Corky. <laughs> Corky. Is it Sinclair or St. Clair? I can't remember. Nah, it's yeah, one of the two. It, it's a phenomenal movie. When the old guy comes in to audition for the play and he does the, <laughs> does the Robert De Niro scene from Raging Bull. You up and my wife? You up and my wife? And Corky looks at the other guy and goes, Say. <laughs> Talk about what a great actor he is. All right, we have Joe, and we have another caller from Minnesota with no information. So. Joe Blue Oval. What's going on, Joe Blue Oval? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes, I, I don't can. think. I don't think it's your guys' phone. I can get through. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it's true. Your phone system recognizes Joe Blue Oval, but not Joe from Louisville. It's always wrong. I don't know yeah, how. For everybody. It's always wrong. It's just wrong. But at least I get enough information that we know. We can figure out what it means. Are you making cars right now? Sounds like Uh, you're on a submarine. There's a truck backing up. Oh, okay. I thought you were on the line. That sounds really good. No. It's like a remake of Das Boot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Das Boot. So what's going on, Joe? I'm just wondering if your phone is working. Oh, okay. Apparently well, we it got, is. So we can get through. We can pick up that piercing beep really well. <laughs> test, test. Yeah, one, two, I'm three. trying to walk away from it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to walk towards Bill from Louisville. Oh, there you go. What are you going to do? Um, one of the things that you don't have to worry about, the physical traits, you're too short. You don't have to worry about that. What are you, like 6'4", something like that? 6'3". 6'3". Yeah, there you go. So you don't have to worry about being yeah. too short. Did you go closer to the truck? (laughs) No. That thing is loud, man. Now inside the plant. Now you're now you're cooking with gas. So what what else is happening with you? Not a lot. Just uh, looking looking forward to a three day plus one weekend. Why do you have a three day weekend? Go away. Why? Uh, We always work through uh, four days, but some of us work. Yeah, you don't. Uh, <laughs> then we go back for Monday, and then we're off Tuesday. Would that have been a, maybe a guy named Bill in the background there? Yeah, that was Bill. <laughs> I thought so. I thought it was Bill in the background. <laughs> yeah, like you work. That's really nice. So you guys are still getting along really well. That's good. Oh, yeah. Now, do you come up to Minnesota for Christmas? Yeah, we'll be coming up. We're uh, heading up the 20th. 20th of December, so that's good. Does Bill come back home for Christmas? I don't know what he's doing. You don't, you're, ask him you're not interested in, no matter what he's doing, you don't care? I'll get around to asking him. If he's, if he's staying here, I'm going to ask him to watch my apartment. Oh, there you go. That's not a bad idea. All right, yeah. Pally, we're going to wrap it up, but I appreciate you calling in because it does prove that our line's fine. She's just having problems with her line, so behave, and we'll talk right. to you later. Behave. <laughs> oh my I God! Quit drinking, isn't that enough? How about this one, Joe? This is a message I just got from Catherine to you and Andy. You both owe me big time. Mm. The hell's that mean? It's the bike lock. I'm telling you, oh. she's been cussing and swearing and sweating, <laughs> trying to get that thing off. The bike lock has got her in a tizzy. Yeah. Well, why would I owe her? It's not my bike. I mean, it's Andy's bike. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, whatever. I don't know. All right, Jose, we'll we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow or next week or whenever. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate you calling. 
So, yeah, our, yep. our, our phone line's good. So I, we have another call from Minnesota, you said? Uh, we did, but they, they dropped, dropped probably because we don't have enough time. Well, we've got three minutes, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Three whole minutes. That is not. Joe never, ever misses a minute of the morning show or this no, show. No, I know. And it's amazing. He is unbelievable. Very, very loyal listener. <clears throat> I don't know how he does it. I couldn't even listen to myself that much. Mm, I, I don't like listening that. to myself. My, a lot of people don't. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, maybe you're That's right. probably true. I would think, uh, oh, God. I don't know if this is breaking news, but it did. Uh, well, it's one forty Central Time, so it just happened. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one forty Just happened 10 minutes ago. Eight minutes ago. In a call to the White House, Prince Badmouth Khashoggi. Prince? The Saudi prince. Oh. That why, why would you call the White House and badmouth a guy that you probably had killed but are denying you had him killed? No. Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't understand people at all anymore. I, I, it just doesn't make any. Saudi prince accused him of belonging to Muslim Brotherhood. Hmm. I thought. Well, did he? So here's the big problem, and it's probably 10 or 15 years down the road, and it has to do with cars in the Middle East. Oh, really? We're, we're moving into an era where cars will be electric powered it's just it's gonna happen they're all working on it it'll be crappy at first like when you start a band and then you get better so but think about what that does to the middle eastern economy when the world is using electric cars that's their only source of income and Mm -hmm. it's not stable at all now i mean the saudis really aren't our buddies we just sell them a whole bunch of stuff but they're just as crazy as everybody else uh, I don't think that's going to be a really a great thing because you want stable world economies. That's what leads to peace and well, all the, kinds of good things. But it, it's well, they better hope Africa or India or whatever start building a whole lot of oil power plants because that's the only that's really yeah, the best use for around, oil. They're moving away from that though. I mean, you know, the Chinese are hot on solar technology, and that well, they kind of have get to be good enough to replace you know coal plants mm-hmm. and oil powered energy plants. I don't think a lot of people are thinking about that, Doug. That's a very good point. The Middle East is going to fall apart if they can't export oil. There's nothing else there. If they're smart, Uh, really the only valid path, I think, is if there is one, finding a way to burn oil in a clean manner. Because yeah. oil still does have one of the highest energy densities you know, of anything efficient. on Earth. Yeah. It is very efficient. It's just Not the, as much it's, as natural gas, but it's still... It's just all the crap that comes out of it when yeah. you burn it. But if they can figure out how to deal with that, then it's basically just free energy with no downsides. Right. So That's very true. But, the you know, they've been... They don't have the foresight. They're not diversifying their economy. They pay mm-hmm. uh, the Saudis are really bad at. It. They pay people basically not to work. It's yep. like okay, educate your people, invent new stuff. Anyway, it just it all works out in the end. We will talk to you tomorrow, Tom Bernard Show.